어, 오케이, 던져봐. 박수. Yo, Street Togs, Air Kim, reporting live from Hadong, South Korea. Yeah! 신났어, 신났어. Yeah! 아빠가 GoPro 녹음하고 있어요. Oh, okay. So, this one is Thoughts on Creativity, How to Become More Creative. So, I think in today's world, actually, creativity. Okay, up a high five. Yeah, um, creativity is actually the number one thing, right? So, you know, even if you think about the insanely successful, you know, Apple iPhone stuff like that, it's honestly because of the creativity of Steve Jobs, Johnny Ive, the Apple Photos team, everybody else, design team included. Um, it wasn't a bunch of nerds, right? So for a while, everyone was trying to cash in on the whole design trend, but they're starting to realize design runs deep. It's not this superficial, shiny thing. It's actually something deeper. And I think it's actually deeper than design is actually probably creativity. So what does creativity mean? How do we achieve it? So forth. So for the first part, um, I think actually creativity just means having a propensity to create. Uh, propensity means to just lean towards something and it's just to make stuff, right? So for example, you know, even Seneca throwing is into water, to me it could be an act of creativity. Um, making a video, making photos, whatever. Um, making thoughts is a form of creativity and it's uh, very, very important. <laughs> I don't trust him playing next to the rocks with the shoes on because he has less uh, perception or something, whatever you call it. Perception with the feet. Okay. Boxu. All right, anyways, um, so thoughts on creativity, um, propensity to create. So to just create anything is honestly quote, quote, creativity. And I think the bad bias about creativity is people think of creativity like some sort of like demigod status, right? But in fact, to just like to make stuff is uh, to me the greatest definition of creativity. Um, there's a nice quote from uh, Henri Carter Brisson. There's a nice quote from Henri Carter Brisson that says something like, Even a hair casts its own shadow. Actually, no, 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 that wasn't Carter Brisson, that was Heracletus. Even a hair casts its own shadow, which means even the world's tiniest thing, the world's tiniest rock, grain of sand, whatever, casts its own shadow, which means that it's significant. Could you might know? Even if you look at the world's tiniest little rock, right? Even this casts its own shadow. Or even your finger, right? Whatever you have you. Okay? Or whenever you throw water, stuff in the water, even the tiniest rock have a, a splish splash ripple effect, right? Um, might not be the world's biggest ripple in the world, but it has some sort of uh, effect. Anyways, so 
Why is this significant and important? I think personally, uh, the more uninhibited you could become in creativity and just making stuff, I think it's um, the better. So, I think the biggest detriment to creativity nowadays is the notion of doing things cool, cool, good, um, editing, doing things all fancy, stuff like that. Uh, editing as in post-processing, or also even just editing your words, right? So, um, like writing, right? So you write something and you get a quote, quote editor to edit it to make it sound more professional, whatever. But the hilarious thing is technically I make my, which you might don't, I make my living from blogging and I'm probably the worst ungooderest writer that I know in terms of grammar and punctuation and stuff like that. But I think I've become the most successful because I kind of disregard you know, rules of style and grammar and stuff like that. And yet it's more successful because that's how real people talk, right? Um, also more recently, I've been using voice dictate on my iPad. Um, I'm sure I get like a quadrillion typos and grammatical issues, but as long as people kind of get the overall gist of what you're trying to say, the it's important. So for example, if you're from Southern California, what's everyone's favorite word? Like, oh my God, like, like, like. Now you remember so much of a, uh, like my middle school presentation classes about being trying to excise that word from our vocabulary, but it's we're trying to follow this Procrustean bed of uh, grammar rules of writing and talking that is quite boring, I think. And in fact, I think all these people who are trying to do all these quote-unquote accent lessons on how to sound more local I suppose I think they're doing themselves a, a disservice I think what's more important is just to practice more and allow yourself to speak more poorly right so <clears throat> even nowadays in Korean like people always criticize my Koreans like, oh you speak Korean like a white person right even I remember like in um, middle school high school when I would say bop bop rice bap bop good you might doing hello my doggy hello my doggy high five yeah Right? Like people like Yeah, okay. Um making it fall this boring mold and I mean everyone's like, oh yeah, having a good editor is so important. Okay. I say on the contrary, I think editors, yeah, they are probably the most unuseful people, the only people who are useful as editors are maybe like spell checkers, just to make sure that you spelled the word correctly and accidentally didn't type the other wrong word for clarity. Um, hmm. um, and even, you know, you think about movies and films, right? They're like, oh, the art of editing, you gotta edit down, you gotta edit down. I think you're also trying to follow this Procrustean bed of like a movie theater where it's like a 90 minute film, an hour and a half, two hours maybe two and a half hours, maybe Marvel's Avenger of a movie, three hours, got all the kids crying because they can't watch it. Um, I think there would be a lot more benefits to not having things just follow this standardized measure of, you know, like, like even a book, right? It's like a business book, let's say it's around 150 to 200 pages. It's kind of boring or like, um, what, thousand word op-ed, whenever people have word counts, it's, it's so bad. Like, I like the idea that it could be as long, as short as you want. But you know, obviously people want some sort of guidelines, so that's why people do it, but anyways. Um, 
and this is why I never edit my videos. I just one shot it, mocham fancham, one shot, one take, and just upload it because. Okay. Um, the more like professional you kind of try to make it, uh, the worse insofar much as I don't know, like notions of professionalism are highly overrated, right? Like, uh, like I think what people mean instead to say is like notions of quote quote legitimacy or doing things quote quote well. And the reason why I think this is such a bad idea is that it restricts us uh, creatively because the real creative artists are kids and children and they have no notion of good taste grammar etc um, also when it comes to visual things and art and stuff like that there are also certain rules of grammar so i would actually say probably the worst disservice you could do in terms of your personal creativity is go to art school photography school cinema school video school etc because you're essentially taught to follow this boring ass path um, and also being a little bit ignorant of history is quite useful. Um, me and my friend Tom Loitard, 85mm.ch, um, he was quite controversial when, you know, he said stuff like street photography is 80% balls and, you know, the... He said how he intentionally didn't study the history of photography to not be clouded. And a lot of people criticize him about that. Yeah. But honestly, I think it's super smart. Like to be able to do things carte blanche without any bias to the past. I think it's actually a good thing, like even studying the history of photography, right? The big reason I studied the history of photography was, you know, because so many people would essentially kind of like try to bully me by like, oh, you know, this photographer X, Y, and Z, and they would always name drawers like, oh, this reminds me of Will Eggleston. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I feel stupid. So I go home and Google him. I'm like, who's this guy, right? So. Learning from the masters of photography was kind of more of like this, like way so I don't get caught with my pants down, right? Especially since I'm a authority on photography and street photography. But ultimately what I discovered through, you know, these quadrillion hours of research and writing and stuff like that is that, um, Like, I mean, certainly you could do it however you want, right? And, and in fact, actually being able to kill your masters is a good idea because once you start to try to follow, follow standardized notions of, um, you know, success, you're never going to innovate and uh, be creative. Um, and, oh, also the good thing about saying the masters of photography is like to debunk myths, right? Like myth of the decisive moment, just look at his contact sheets of Henri Cartier-Bresson, see how much he had to work the scene to get the good shot and, you know, other other random stuff. But um, and maybe that's also a via negativa notion or like a Karl Popper falsification notion where um, truly rigorous knowledge is all about disconfirmation and to debunk things as false rather than to say what's quote quote true. Um, even with a theology like more robust to say what God is not rather than what God quote quote is. Um, and yeah, so maybe also with creativity, it's kind of a similar thing is in order to become more creative, try to become less discouraged. So what's discouraging? Uh, social media likes, views and stuff like that. Even 
one of the biggest benefits I did with blogging. Like in the early days of blogging, the most depressing thing is you blog something, you post something, and then you get zero comments. And you hunting share? Okay. Um, is to get zero comments, zero feedback, and stuff like that. And so that's why I created ARS Beta, A R S B E T A dot com. Oh, Toto, good in there. Toto, Annyeonghaseyo. Toto. Toto, boyo. And also, even one of my aspirations for my son Seneca. Okay, Toto, Annyeonghaseyo. Um, even one of my aspirations for my son Seneca is for him to be you know, the most uninhibited creative artist person, kid of uh, all time. Um, I think modern day society and capitalism, consumerism is all about destroying your self-confidence and self-esteem. So, you know, one cannot wear Vibram Five Fingers in public. Why? Not because it's legal. It's just like people look at you weird because they're they're weirded out by the, the toes, right? Like, you know, all these kids who are insecure by Yeezys and Air Jordans. Essentially, it's like kids who wear streetwear essentially have low self-esteem and socially awkward and will spend hundred bucks on a Supreme t-shirt um, who also owns vans and North Face and stuff like that um, because they think that in order to feel cool or fit in, they have to buy the newest, coolest uh, thingies. And now uh, this is a trap because it's not actually addressing the real core issue, which is lack of self-confidence. And also the funny thing too is that like, um, the only people I admire are people who like to make stuff and create stuff. And it don't matter what your thing is, right? And so somebody who's simply an quote, quote, art critic and who could just criticize, critique the work of others and not make their own work. To me, that is a total cowardly act, I think. Um, just think about the, the chef in Ratatouille who essentially was a failed chef and after he couldn't make it or he didn't he lacked the courage to do it um, he just kind of uh, gave up similar I trust no photography curator who himself or herself does not take photos themselves um, artists etc because to have good taste means uh, nothing so my essential takeaway point is you know just make things it's better to make a bunch of bad and cool, cool, shitty stuff than nothing at all.